You're listening to The Self-Worth Edit, the podcast inspiring South Asian women and beyond to quit playing small and start trusting the power and wisdom within. Join me, Noshin, on Mondays as I share insightful conversations, tips for healthier ways of thinking, and lessons in healing our relationships with ourselves. Thanks for tuning in to The Self-Worth Edit. Here we go. Welcome back to the Self-Worth Edit podcast for a new season. We have a few great guests lined up for you as well as more solo episodes with yours truly. Before we get into this first episode back, let's talk about what's new, what's been happening since the last episode back at the end of 2021. Shortly after the last episode, I went back from Europe to Chicago for a few weeks to see family and to swap out my clothes for warmer temperatures. If you don't know yet, I became location independent last year and have been living and working from different places around the world. I'm currently in Costa Rica and I'll be spending time in this general part of the world for the next several months before going elsewhere. If you're travel obsessed like me, come follow me on Instagram at globegazers for all my travel content. You can find that link in the show notes. While I was in Europe, I also ventured back out into the dating world, and there may be a solo episode this season where I talk more about that. I'm still trying to figure out my comfort level around that. If you have questions, though, about dating after divorce or with higher self-worth, email me or DM me on Instagram and I'll do my best to answer in that episode. Email address and Instagram links are in the show notes. I'm also still in grad school. The pandemic really threw off graduation, but if all goes well, I should be graduating later this year. In podcast-related news, did you hear that you can now leave ratings for your favorite podcasts in Spotify? If you're listening to this episode on Spotify, please pull up the show and right under the show logo on the left-hand side, you'll see where to leave a five-star rating. Would you please go ahead and do that? It will only take a few seconds and will help others find and hopefully benefit from this show. Plus, it would make me feel good, so thank you. And as always, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please also leave a five-star rating and review to support the show there. While you're at it, whether in Spotify or Apple or wherever else, go ahead and hit subscribe so you get alerts when there's a new episode and never miss one. Thank you, thank you. And finally, sign up for the Self-Worth Edit newsletter. When a new episode is live, you're going to get a link directly to your inbox as a reminder. And this season, I'm also sharing a unique journal prompt with each newsletter to go along with each episode and help you reflect on and apply the lessons from it to your own life. So sign up for the newsletter at the link in the show notes and take your listening to the next level. All right, we are ready with all of the changes we've experienced collectively over the past couple years and individually. I've been thinking a lot about how much my thinking has changed over the years. So in this episode, I'm sharing five huge shifts in perspective I've experienced over the years. But more importantly, the reason I want to share this with you is to share the lesson that comes with each of these shifts in perspective. 
I'll start with the earliest to the most recent shift in perspective. So one, the earliest shift in perspective I had was around money. Maybe around six years ago or so, I learned and decided that it is not evil to want to make money. Before that, I thought I had to work in the nonprofit sector and that people who wanted to make a lot of money had their priorities all wrong and weren't really good people. I thought being a good person meant not caring about money. This shifted for me as I began to open my mind to different perspectives and started to view money as a tool to also help others, to view it as a force for good. The lesson here is question where your beliefs come from. I had a lot of limiting beliefs around money, and I'm still working through some money mindsets. Question where your beliefs come from and be open to changing them. A related lesson to this and one that applies to all of these that I will share with you is to be very cautious about what beliefs you dig your heels in about. When I was much younger, I was very outwardly opinionated. Somewhere along the way, I learned that being super outwardly opinionated about everything makes it a lot more challenging to change your mind with new information. It's hard to shift from one extreme to the other. And when you have super strict opinions, you also risk closing yourself off from other people who may think differently from you. Of course, this is not to say you should never have a strong opinion about anything, simply to say, I don't recommend having a strong opinion about every single thing. Leave space for changing your mind with new information, new experiences. The second one, this one, if I really think about it, may even have been before the money mindset shift, but I didn't seriously acknowledge it until much more recently, maybe a couple years ago. I changed my mind about wanting kids. Let me clarify. Whether or not I would have kids was never even a question. It was just something I thought was part of growing up. I got my first inkling of not wanting kids about 10 years ago when I was teaching sixth grade English. I loved my students, but being around kids all day definitely made me question whether I actually wanted kids of my own. But like I said, I didn't take those thoughts of mine too seriously at the time. I figured they were just burnt out teacher thoughts. Increasingly, though, I realized I didn't have an answer to the question of whether or not I wanted kids. For most of my life, I didn't even realize that was a question on the table. How could I just have an answer? When I got married, I still didn't know if I wanted kids. Neither of us knew. During that time, I fluctuated between really wanting kids, then wanting kids but not with that person, then wanting kids and worrying it would never happen for me, then not wanting kids at all. I still can't definitively answer the question of whether or not I want kids. And that's okay. This is an area where I want to leave the door open for my mind to change. It's a pretty big decision and I want to be very sure either way. And that brings us to this next lesson. It's okay to not know. It's okay to take your time to think about huge life choices before making them in either direction. It's okay to consciously leave the door open for your future self to change your mind. 
Hi friends, interrupting myself on this solo episode briefly to share an answer to a question I get quite a bit. How do I start my own podcast? What equipment do I use? Where do I begin? How do I overcome the fears? What should I name it? If you're inspired to start a podcast of your own and add your voice, your perspective to the landscape, then you can find a link to my guide for how to start a podcast in the show notes. In that free blog post, you can see what equipment I use, what memberships I'm a part of, my tips for beginners. Again, it's linked in the show notes. And if you're interested in a one-to-one consultation for additional support, you can find details in the show notes as well. This is something new that I'm starting to offer. And if you want to bring your voice into the sphere, I want to support you. All right, now back to the episode. The third big shift that's taken place for my thinking in the past several years is shifting how I think about and talk to myself. This has been one of the most, if not the most profound changes in my life in recent years. It's hard to believe and hard to stomach the fact that this shift happened only a few years ago. For so much of my life, I was so cruel to myself in my own self-talk. I would dig my nails into my palms to hurt myself when I felt stupid or frustrated. I would speak to myself in ways I would never, ever, never, ever think to speak to anyone else, and I thought I deserved it. I had no idea what I was doing to myself. It makes me so sad to think about that now. I'm so grateful that now it's the opposite. I could never imagine treating myself that way again, speaking to myself like that. No way. I don't deserve that. Now I speak to myself with so much love, so much support. I make myself smile and feel so seen and heard and cared for. And to think I had it in me to love me all along. And so do you. The lesson, yikes, this lesson, yikes. The way you speak to yourself internally shapes your life externally, whether you realize it or not. So really examine this. How are you speaking to yourself when it's just you in your mind? Where do you see the results of this reflected in your external life when you pause to look around a bit? Shift number four, one of the biggest, more recent shifts in my thinking has been around the way I want to live my overall life, the life I actively want to create for myself rather than what's prescribed or seen all around as the norm. The norm, as I refer to it here, is not a bad thing. For me, the norm means you grow up, you get a nine to five job, you get married, you buy a home, you have kids. That's what I worked toward for most of my life. I never expected anything too different from that, except that I increasingly hoped to live abroad with my family one day, with all of those other components essentially in place still. And then it all fell apart on me. After my divorce, I almost fell right back into the autopilot mode of thinking as the topic of marriage came back up both in the sense of people encouraging me to get married, as well as people asking me whether I even still believed in marriage. 
The pandemic also played its role in shaking me out of this autopilot approach to life. I now fully understand that there is more than one way to live a life. I'm choosing to live mine nomadically or slowmatically for now. Maybe forever, I don't know. I know I want a partner. I know I want love in my life. But never again at the expense of my own relationship with myself. And honestly, I don't know if actually getting married on paper is something I want again. It's also not something I'm agonizing thinking over. We'll just see how things unfold. The lesson here is something we talk about a lot on this show and in many different contexts. Don't live your life on autopilot. The things you're choosing for your life, the day-to-day and the big picture, where is that coming from? Is it a personal desire? Or is it what you've been taught? Choose your life actively. Whatever you choose is fine, as long as you're choosing it actively, because it's what you want, not what you think you're supposed to do. Be a conscious participant in the creation of your life. All right, and the final big perspective shift I want to share with you. This is a fun one. I have changed my mind about solo travel. This is kind of funny to me because I wrote a whole article for The Every Girl. Are you familiar with that website? I will link this article in the show notes because I legit went out and got this post published on ways to tell that solo travel is not for you. Because after my first solo trip ever, I was like, well, I hated that. (laughs) It's so funny now because here I am in love with solo travel and actively encouraging other women to travel solo too. Gotta love life, huh? The lesson here is the more you love yourself, the more you start to enjoy your own company. The kinder and more loving you are to you, the more you want to spend time with you. I'm also going to link to one of the most listened to episodes of this podcast, which is a solo episode I did a while back on learning how to feel comfortable alone and start really enjoying your own company. So I'll link that in the show notes. Give it a listen if it's something that you struggle with. That's today's episode. I hope you got something of value out of it. And hey, If you did, then why not share this episode with a friend who you think would benefit from listening to it too? Remember, we have a new episode every other week. To stay in touch in between episodes, come follow at the self-worth edit on Instagram. If you're interested in digging deeper with the episodes this season, sign up for the newsletter for a relevant journal prompt to help you do just that. Sending you love and the reminder to love on yourself. Until next time, bye.